0: Welcome to another week of Obviously Good. Whether it is the opening of a new restaurant or a crowd culinary favourite, this is a podcast for everyday foodies by Everyday Foodies. We're eating honest food and dishing up honest reviews for you every Tuesday.
1: Hello, our beautiful foodie friends. You are joined, as always, with myself, Spicy V, Sweet Livy. Hi, guys. And Buttery Bella. Hello, guys. Hello, lovely, lovely friends of mine. (laughs) Of yours? (laughs) Just mine. I would ask you how your week is, but I want to do something different this week. Okay. Okay. All right. I want to do who would you take to dinner, dead or alive?
0: Oh, I love
2: this. Can I just quickly double check the question? Who would you take to dinner? Like, they could be dead or...
1: Dead or alive. Oh, so and yeah. the person the might person have died person dead already. or alive. Yes. I thought you
2: meant, would you take them to dinner dead or alive? Like, <laughs> you no, know, Libby, why, did, why did your mind go there? Would you sit at dinner you?
1: with a corpse? Yeah, well, I'm just going to dig them up and take <laughs> oh them to God. dinner. <laughs> what are you, like a necrophiliac?
2: I don't know. I just sort of got a bit confused. <laughs> okay, anyway, I actually always know the answer to this question. My answer is always the same.
1: What is it? Jamie Oliver. Oh, oh. could have guessed that, actually. because We had a I... conversation not that long ago and I said, who would you want to be? And you without even a hesitation jamie oliver he's got such a good life i'd be so interested about like just to
0: talk to him become his friend have
1: five herb children
0: you know (laughs) it's funny because i feel like we could actually tee this friendship up as if he's like one of the most famous people in the whole world i'm sorry what are your connections i don't know but hey you never know five degree separation six degree
1: Definitely six degrees Sorry. of separation, and I think that only works in your same country. Look, I would do anything to have
2: lunch with him, honestly. Okay. Well, we so have... if you want to organise that for me. I'd even just want to talk to him about his garden and, like, how he manages that on a day-to-day basis. It's so interesting. He's such an interesting person.
0: Interesting. Okay. Um, didn't realise you had this. You thing. had such a
1: <laughs> love for that. But, no, that was the
0: question. So, Bella, who would you take? Look, I'm in the same boat in that this took me two seconds to think about. Yeah. And I'm going to say Leonardo DiCaprio.
1: Oh, yeah. That's a really good one.
0: He, I just like, I don't know what it is about him, but I'm fascinated. Do you find him hot?
2: Yeah, like especially back in Jack That's days. what I mean. Like he's not hot anymore and he goes out with – you would have a chance with
0: him, absolutely. I think he you would. And I 25 think 25 year old. Yeah, that's his age.
1: I think, I think he would take you to dinner on his yacht. <laughs> well,
0: I'll be happy. Um, can we tee this up for me? I mean the good thing is that
2: he's got quite an interesting, you know, good climate change perspective, view, you know, views on that. Yeah, He'd like be, he's a good
0: person. You you and him in the Waste Warrior oh, sense I think would be good.
1: Jury's still out on good person.
0: <laughs> well, he likes the environment and he's um hot. We won't hold it against him. That a bit of a womanizer. That's fine, honey. I would be too if I was him. <laughs> <laughs> B,
1: who are you taking? Um, again, also didn't take me very long to think about this. But then I think that's a worrying thing that it didn't take me very long to think about this. Jack the Ripper. What, what? the? <laughs> you're think. such a creep. I just so random. I've always been fascinated by him or her. I just want to know who it was. But then you're at dinner with this serial killer. Yeah, but you he's not going to hurt me. Stuff. Like maybe we do it in like a prison cell. He's bolted down. Right
2: through the glass type situation. Oh
1: yeah, that actually sounds really creepy. But I just, I want to know.
0: <laughs> She's there like,
1: <laughs> don't eat me. Oh, he didn't really eat, did he? He just kind of cut up.
0: Oh, oh, hectic. This just t- took a really sour turn that I don't like.
1: Sorry, I didn't mean to take it down a dark alley. Get it? <laughs> oh my no, God. God. That's such a freak. Is so creepy. Before we discuss where we went this week, it's time for talk of the town, which is a new segment in the podcast, which is where we discuss what is hot off the pass this week. Libby, I think you have something for us this week.
2: I do. I have two um, cookbooks that I wanted to sort of like bring up, bring to the limelight. Just talking to the I town. mean, they're not as hot as in they actually got released. One got released in August and one got released in September, but I feel like with COVID everything's a bit of a blur. So, Absolutely. What so is time? It Literally what is time? So the first one I want to recommend or it's probably not a recommendation because I haven't actually got it, but I've been seeing it everywhere and it's mm. really popular. A Year of Simple Family Food by Julie Ostro. Oh,
1: who is a personal fave of yours.
2: Absolute personal fave of mine. Um, she's really like home-style cooking, really interesting recipes. She's half Italian or, or she's Italian. So lots of her recipes have that kind of flavour, but her partner or husband is Japanese. So she's Ooh. got this oh, really, so interesting. yeah, really nice fusion. Um, so definitely interesting, worth checking out if you're looking for something new to cook. And then the other one is Ottolenghi's new
1: newest cookbook called Flavor. So that came out in September. Oh, Ottolenghi can do no wrong. And actually, now that you say that, I'm pretty sure my sister bought that for my other sister.
2: Yeah, and it's well, you know, the Ottolenghi cookbooks are staples in most like houses who love food mm. because he does such interesting things with vegetables. And I think that he's definitely. Someone that if you're getting into cooking, like interested in it, give him a go. It will change your life. Amazing. So that's hot off the pass this week for me. (laughs) I don't know if it really is the same for you guys, but definitely interesting.
1: Yeah. Hit up your
0: closest Dimmicks now. (laughs) ASAP. All right, Bella, where did we head to this week? So after our Fred's venture, we decided we needed to rein things in a little bit (laughs) and opt for a cheaper and cheerful experience. So we escaped to Newtown to an absolute crowd favorite. Cairo takeaway. Owner, and sorry for the pronunciation here, Heshman El Masri, has designed a venue in a way that makes you feel like you're walking through the back streets of Cairo. Picture cane tables, leather stools, crates out the front where you can sit while you're waiting, and inside you'll find a counter of fresh ingredients and a fridge with soft drinks that have an Arabic twist. Now, Libs, you were there before us, so walk us through. Well, it's yeah, exactly that. So you can't actually book,
2: which is pretty annoying, but fine we got there at six thirty ish and they said that that's a pretty good time to come but it was still quite busy so I got there wrote my name on the list and still waited 20 minutes
1: yeah we rang ahead and seven to nine is the busiest
2: yeah which sort of seems which like is normal it, yeah obvious but um it was definitely pumping People were in and out through the door pretty quick. But it was nice. I was able to find three little crates to sit on while we waited outside. It's a bit of a dank alley.
1: Yeah, I was going to say we nearly got hit by a car. But I think that's the vibe that they're after anyway. Oh, it's Newtown, man. (laughs) All right, sorry. So that was such a disgust. I would probably (laughs) end up living there. But... (laughs) I had never been to Karateko before, but I'd heard about it from many people. And Bella, you hadn't been either. Yeah, no, I've never been. And Libby, you've been a couple of times. Yes.
2: Yeah, so this was definitely one of my recommendations that I really wanted to make sure we got on the pod because I think it's, whilst it is quite known, as I said, it's quite busy. And if you're in Newtown... It's very well known. It's still a lot of people don't actually know about it. And I think that's such a loss. It's such an... Like, I've never had Egyptian food before this. And it's such an interesting, delicious cuisine. Mm. I know. I don't think I've ever had Egyptian food. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I don't think I had either.
2: Yeah, so I think it's just a really good place to try it all. And the food is freaking delicious. We'll Mm. get there. We'll get there. But I do want to just talk about how when we walked through what we saw. So in the front of the restaurant, there's like the kitchen's all open and there's this big vat of oil that's with all the deep frying the falafels. Mm. I just thought that looks so cool. So they're not actually traditional falafels as we know them. Well, I was actually looking this up. We've got the traditional Lebanese falafels, which are chickpea based. So it's mainly made of chickpeas, whereas the Egyptian style is actually made out of fava beans. Yes, interesting. Instead, so to me, when I was eating it, hardly noticed, to be fair. I was going to say absolutely. Like Uh, I only really noticed after the fact. And so, you know, you can't really tell, but still very interesting.
1: Yeah. Very interesting point of difference. So we arrived and we... Um, as you said you got, there's like the all the ingredients at the front there in the open kitchen and there's tables up against the wall and we went out into the courtyard yeah, mm-hmm. which is where those cane tables and umbrellas were bit of a random vibe but I didn't mind it I was I was fine with yeah, it yeah it was less busy out there yes and I didn't feel pressure to eat quickly or anything yeah exactly yeah. there wasn't the, the intense hype of everyone around you and
2: there is um, some tables at the front as well and the issue with them is I've often sat at them actually when I've come and they're really low to the
1: ground they did look really low yeah, yeah. and so, so it's like you'd have so many people walking past yeah and sometimes like you know when you're eating you just want to focus on your food and not have just like the added distraction of king street and just lots of people (laughs) walking past because it's a busy street isn't it yeah and you know what the chances of running into someone you know are extremely high high.
2: (laughs) too damn high (laughs) Well, I think that that brings us to the food. So we didn't opt for any drinks this time, as Bella said, trying to rein it in a bit from our last week's experience. We are
1: all financially recovering from breads.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we decided to get just total share plates and have it all together at the same time. But I think to talk about the menu properly, we should talk about it dish per dish. OK, so going to start with the mixed vegetarian plate. Now, this was definitely my choice. I really wanted to get it because it's got a range of interesting different things on the plate. That's where we had the falafel. We had some bread. There was cauliflower. Cauliflower. Mm. There's a bit of like a, a nice salad with kind of a yeah. salad, yeah. but obviously with an Egyptian you know,
1: twist, I suppose. Bit what of you, a bit of a that slice. Oh, yeah. Oh, There's yeah. like an omelette slice. Yeah, like yeah. a frittata situation, <laughs> which I actually liked. Yeah, you would. It was cold oh, though. You, was that a bit of shade? What yeah, did you, you think would. of that separately? Oh, like to me, it was just a bit it
0: i mean like i'm all for pickles i loved pickled things yeah like they taste good i can eat it i love it and i'm there for it when i'm eating a cuisine like that but it definitely wasn't my favorite
2: that's interesting i still loved it i thought also perhaps it's probably wrong to talk about it so separately because we kind of ate it with everything else Which yeah. made it really good
1: Yeah That's what I mean Like all these dishes They did come out quite quickly All together mm-hmm. Which I was fine with mm. And they all work together Like you know You're you're getting a bit of that And you're putting in the, that And that bread with that dip And it's, it's a yeah, big yeah. share situation yeah. I did like the sauce That it came with The, the tah- tahini Yeah yeah, I Tahini's I mean, a really interesting sauce Why's that? Um, I don't know I really enjoyed it in that context But I bought it in the jar From like Woolworths The macro tahini before And just not a vibe What but are you often, doing
2: that for? Often it goes
1: in things That so was often depression diet yeah
2: often it goes in like dressings and stuff like that and it gives that yum sesame taste but on its own it's pretty chalky it's pretty tough to get through whereas i think this one obviously it had the tahini in it but i think it would have had a bit of spice and stuff through it yum now speaking of sharing i do want to talk about the next thing that we got was the charcoal chicken pocket now yeah, we get to the counter, Bella and I go up to order and we're like, we'll get one of the pockets please. And she's like, oh, do you want the plate? So you can obviously get the pocket version of that, of the charcoal chicken, or you can get it in a plate style, similar to probably like the mixed plate perhaps. Mm. Bella looked back and forth, was deciding. She was like, hmm, not sure, not sure. Nah, pocket. <laughs> really want the pocket. She was like, oh, it's pretty hard to share. Like I'm not sure how, it's you're going to like lose it all. And she was like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Keep in mind, I'm
0: staring at a pocket and I'm like, that looks so, so
1: good. good. And I didn't want to yeah, put so it together. Yeah, do you think like visually you saw that? And
0: I
2: saw you... it and I was like, yes, the pocket. Anyway, okay. comes to the table... Bella has the first bite. She's like, this is so good. But then literally we look back and it's all like fallen on a <laughs> <laughs> It's a bit
1: of a difficult one to share. <laughs> yeah. It's like karma, Bella. That's karma. <laughs> I know. Definitely took me back to Jimmy's falafel. Even though Kyra Takeaway has been around a lot longer than Jimmy's falafel. Yep. It was essentially the same thing, right? Very similar. Yeah. I mean, the pita bread
0: at,
2: at um, Jimmy's falafel, I think was much yummier. Like it was more soft and light. Interesting. But I
1: really liked the flavor of the chicken. Like it was cooked over the... Like, like, like a shish like it was a like a charcoal, charcoal. Yeah. yeah you could really taste what it had been cooked on yep which is like it sounds weird but it was yummy it was so yummy so I got good. the chicken but like, I do I do understand in the sense that like the whole thing when you look at it, it's just like it's just like a meal in one and it just looks so yummy yeah if you could definitely
0: just eat that on its own and be very happy. Absolutely. I would have been fine. <laughs> I would have been fine. Living, <laughs> yeah.
1: As in don't touch my pita pocket,
2: <laughs> I did think that Bella has a bit of a thing about sharing. She doesn't love sharing. And so I think that that You've was come also out of your shell though. Part of the yeah,
1: reason. Yeah, definitely. Well, this
0: podcast would not work if every time we went out. <laughs> I was like my own dish. Touche.
2: So the next thing that we got which is was my choice was called koshari. Now, I'm butchering that pronunciation, but it's got it's essentially the lentils and rice dish and it's basically got pasta in there it's got chickpeas and it's got the beautiful fried onions on the top
1: which is quite a traditional dish correct yes and that was the
2: start of the show the onion
1: the onion on top was
2: definitely the Mm. start of the show now it looks really weird when it comes out because it's all just like kind of brown
1: (laughs) true (laughs) and we were like slightly in the dark so everything was like oh i don't really know but i'm sure it's gonna taste great
2: and it did yeah boy did it so i'd seen it before i'd been to um the ramadan markets in Lakemba like a while ago, but I'd seen heaps people on the street with this sort of like combination of chickpeas, rice, lentils and this weird circle pasta. How do, how do you describe that little pasta? Like
1: I don't even know tubular, how to it. Tubular, yeah.
2: hollow, anyway, on the street. And I was like, oh, what is that? And then by the time we found the little food truck thing, we'd already eaten everything so we couldn't get it. So then when I had the opportunity with you guys to get it, I was like, guys, we have to get this thing. It was so good. So yeah. good. And also, like, I suppose it's quite nutritious.
1: Do you think? <laughs> I don't know. Rice? Yes. Pasta? No. Fried onion? The lentils and stuff. Lentils, oh, lentils, chickpeas. I wouldn't say it's nutritious.
0: I would, I would. I'd say you'd get some fibres out of it. you like, that's a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that brings us to our last
2: dish. It's called the maluba Now, again, pronunciation, not a strong suit of mine. But essentially, this was slow-cooked lamb with the cauliflower, rice, palaf thing. Mm. It came out looking like a, I don't know, it was like, like sort of shaped like,
0: like a tin can plonked onto a plate. <laughs> yeah,
2: it had the rice on the bottom, then the cauliflower next, and then on top of that was the slow cooked lamb.
0: Gosh, it was good.
2: I am not a lamb girl, but it was yeah. delicious. I'm not a lamb gal either.
1: Which honestly, I just like. We don't have time to go through. all are not lamb people, but <laughs> <laughs> well? Are you even Australian? Hmm. <laughs> it was amazing.
2: Yes, absolutely. Any more? Con- any more?
1: I don't I don't even, I don't even know it? what to say. Just even just- the way it was plated was just aesthetically pleasing
2: really i didn't think that that's what yeah. the only thing i thought
1: oh you think it looked like a terrain
0: yes that's exactly what i think it looked mm. like but also anything that just comes out and it's all like glued together i'm like how much gelatin is in this to make it like stick no
2: like i that? don't think anything i don't but think that's just that because what goes it, through my yeah because it wasn't stuck together with any gelatin or anything like that but it, it does make me think of like how many people have like touched this and played with it to put it into this shape
1: oh yeah, yeah but surely just like they would have just got a bowl, put know, the and the bottom know, of the rice, know, and then just chucked it on a plate. I know, true. It's, it's not- more simple than what we're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you imagine. guys went some really down, some deep holes to think about that.
2: I don't know. I just uh, like it. Sort of makes me feel uncomfortable thinking about that. But that was probably the only bad thing about the whole experience was that the plating was just a bit meh.
1: <laughs> but like, I that- know, but I don't think you go, you like, you're not going there for the plating, guys. Well,
2: that's it. It's called Cairo yeah. takeaway, so I suppose you go for takeaway. Do we know why it's called take Cairo Takeaway? I was trying to
1: look at it before, but it just says that, like, the way that they designed it was that you can take it away or you can dine in. And I know they do have very different menus from, I think, the weekend to week. Oh, yeah, it changes. Okay, it's open I- lunch and dinner during the week, and on the weekend it's open for breakfast, I think.
0: But I also just feel like it's, it's the actual, you know, vibe that they're going for is that chill backstreet vibes, you know, in Egypt, it would be like a takeaway, you know, yeah, you're walking okay. in the markets and you yeah. grab your falafel yeah um, yeah, yeah yeah situation or whatever. I a lot that, more relaxed than a normal restaurant.
2: So then plating is just nothing, there's nothing to say about it because yeah. like, well, you know, you're, you're normally
0: going to be getting it on the move. Perhaps.
1: But it's like, yeah. it's one of those places where like, they know they're doing a good thing. They do. Everyone's loving it. There's people lining up. They don't care about plating. They don't no. care about that crap. And no.
0: sometimes we don't care about
1: that crap. No. And I guess I don't. I didn't, and it, No, I yeah. was so beyond happy and I thought it was all stunning. And I just have this feeling that's you know, when you sometimes go to places and I do find this, <laughs> particularly with Middle Eastern food, you just know it's going to be good. Yep. do you know what I mean like when you were like oh I think we should order this rando dish I was like 100% because I know it'll be good You're like, yeah. I know it's gonna be nice they just like do something behind those doors and they put everything <laughs> together and it's just like everything was good I couldn't complain about anything agreed completely I thought everything on that table that we had was freaking delicious and we ate all of it the only weird thing I would say was they we sat down and they came out and brought our knife and forks and menus and water and then we we're like Oh, okay. We're ready to order, and they asked us to go inside. To <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. super. I just weird. thought that was weird because I was like, "Well, you're already doing table service, but kind then, of. but then, then mm-hmm. maybe
0: it's like they're just going that extra mile. Like, here's some order, here's some knives, and forks. But actually,
1: we we just order at the counter. True, but you made a point on the night, didn't you? Because the way it was situated, that you could just do a runner. Oh, remember? yes, I did make that point. That is very which true. didn't even occur to me. But you're it, right.
0: Yeah. So I was going through in my head, what, why would they possibly want you to go up to the front of the thing to do that? And then I was like, well, there's a back door. Like, maybe people, like, they've had experiences yeah, where they people
2: just do, runners.
1: do a runner. Totally. Like, when you said that, I was like, that is so true. You could totally eat. And then they're busy. You know, it's busy. Yeah. And it's all front of house.
2: I know, but there's so many places where you can do a runner and they still to give you table service really yeah like cafes you can literally escape yeah that's a good point like all the all escape
1: the- what, what, what kind of jailbird cafes are you going to
2: <laughs> no but you know what i mean anyway i think to sum up this experience it was pretty bloody great it's such a delicious food the, like the food was amazing the service was fine and didn't need to be good and the location is really great
1: yeah, Probably. and I had like posted a picture that night just on Instagram of us being there and like three people instantly replied being like, oh my gosh, I love that place. So crowd-favorite, yep. absolutely? Absolute crowd-favorite. Like well, I guess that brings
2: us to Order Off The Menu, which is the part of the podcast where we decide for you guys whether it was worth a visit or not.
0: <laughs> Bella, mate or date? Look, okay, and this might be different for everyone, But for me personally, I'm definitely going to say mate. Purely because you can make such a mess.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: It's not easy to eat.
1: Yes,
2: I agree. And lots of it's sort of like, you know, you've got the wrap, you use your hands. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It just just... seems like a casual matey place. Definitely. And also a lot of flavours and stuff happening. Like you probably wouldn't, it wouldn't be like a...
2: Oh, like very much garlic breath. Very much. Yeah. Like things that might upset your tummy if you've got a sensitive stomach yeah like you wouldn't be feeling too hot
1: afterwards (laughs) in particular
2: (laughs) i think i think if you were going on a date it would
1: be like damn hardcore in a relationship though also i
2: like i I think it's a kind of a cool it would be a cool place to go on a date because it's a bit like trendy and a bit interesting but yeah you have
0: to be comfortable you'd have to be (laughs) it's just i'm having flashbacks to that movie where he eats the chili.
1: Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Is this Along Came Polly with yes. Ben Stiller? Yes. Yes, and he eats the chili and, like, lies about not liking spice and then, like, basically has to destroy her toilet. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway, yes, yeah, so that could happen. That absolutely could happen. B, there's your basic. Basic. Yep. I think that's pretty obvious. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And not in a bad way for those joining us on the podcast this season. Basic doesn't mean that it's really crap and boring. It just means that, like, no frills. The food was great. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's in Newtown – It's fast. Like we said, there's no fancy plating. Libby, dollars for dishes on this one. Yeah, I'm really excited to
2: do this rating today because I feel like it's one of the ones, the first ones we've had where we seriously ate heaps of food. Mm. It was really good quality Mm. and it was pretty cheap. We all paid 24 bucks a head.
1: I was so happy with that. It's just such good value. I think so. And I was talking to my sister's boyfriend about it and he was like, oh, I said, oh, it was actually such good value for money. And he said, oh, I didn't think so. Oh. And I was like, oh, weird. And then I was, But then I was like, oh, maybe I'm just coming off the back of Fred's. <laughs> yeah. So I'm in a. <laughs> for us,
0: anything is cheap at this point.
1: Yeah, anything no, but I, I'm going to disagree
2: um, there because I think really just great value. Like 23 bucks for a huge meal. You get lots of bread. We got interesting flavors. Like that slow-cooked lamb. Mm. Yum. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm giving it a four point five out of five.
1: Oh my gosh that's so high this, yeah. This is,
2: yeah new for the season first four point five out of five for the season yeah note this down guys um, but yeah and i think that's how it's going to sit so four point five out of
1: five for me love it that brings us to food features and fails which is the section of the podcast where we discuss a food feature or just a really bad fail from our week Libby, food feature or fail, darling?
2: Yes, I wanted to go first this Yeah, week. I know, you, I you totally put your hand up. <laughs> you. Feeling very good about that. Um, I, of course, have another feature, but this one's a really, really exciting one. So the other week... I took my mother and my sister out to lunch. So it's been my mum's 60th this year and then my sister's 30th. And obviously with COVID, we've hardly been able to celebrate. And so I took them to Polly.
0: Oh, oh very there. bougie.
2: Yeah, it was super, super nice. We we ordered the degustation menu and my sister is lactose free, lactose intolerant, sorry. But they were able to cater for that very easily. They just changed, adjusted the menu slightly, which was great. Oh, that's mm. so good. And um, look, there were some things that maybe she shouldn't have eaten no not that, that but like the the first dish is like this, this delicious potato bread that comes out with a whipped sort of whipped sesame cream mm, yeah and um, it comes also in like a nice basil oil and hers just came with just the basil oil
1: right, okay. right you know
2: which is a bit disappointing you thought maybe they could make something for the cashews or something like that but The menu itself was awesome and the day and the experience was just fabulous. So if you want to do it, I would recommend it.
1: Did you flip the bill for this one?
2: I did, but my sister did buy all the wines at the next place that we went to. So that was pretty generous on her behalf too. Lovely. Love it. Generous people. So nice.
0: So Bella, feature or fail? So I've got a feature and I'm so excited about this one. I have been wanting to go to the Apollo for so long. And one of my best friends, Lucy, was in town and we were like, let's go out to dinner. Where's good? The Apollo, let's do it. And there's actually like, I could feature the whole thing, but I'm just going to single out one dish that if you go, you have to try. It is the Saganaki cheese, honey and oregano, And it is
1: divine. It is good. It's so good. And I'm really glad that they're up and running. Since their COVID incident. Oh, come on.
2: Oh, come on. You cannot fault
0: them for getting COVID. Can I just say, we literally escaped a lot of locations that have had COVID issues. I don't know why it was singling out. Did it look like it'd
1: been deep cleaned? It it
0: looked squeaky clean. Squeaky clean.
1: (laughs) Squeaky COVID clean
0: yum that saganaki
2: is so good it's like warm melted cheese like Yeah, comes melted. out still sizzling i was gonna say
1: does it come out in the pan yeah
2: still? and it's got that honey yum and just,
1: uh,
2: oh yum okay that's making my mouth water i know again. exactly what you mean mm. yeah i can feel that so yeah. so good mm. so what about you be have you got
1: oh i have a fail Oh. It's a pretty bad fail.
2: Should we okay. be ending on you, mate?
1: <laughs> I nearly burned down my house. Oh Yeah, there is, it is food related. So essentially, um, cut, to cut a long story short, we went camping, a friend of mine and myself, and we acquired some extra meat through a new, a new camping friend. So we didn't cook. <laughs> yeah, that's another story from another time. We didn't cook the sausages we had bought. So the next day when I got home, I was a bit peckish and I was like, I'll just cook these rando sausages, which... Weren't that great. I was actually editing the podcast while cooking the sausages. (laughs) So I left them on the stove, came downstairs, bit of a situation, very foggy, had to open up all the doors in the house. Steamy or smoky? Oh, like black smoke. The sausages were black. I had to cut half of them, like the black off to eat the sausage. Oh, you still tried to eat it. Still tried to eat it. I had taken them off the burner. (laughs) I later realised upon returning home that evening my mother confronted me and said i came home tonight something smelled very gassy and the jet was still on oh to make matters worse we when we ever wash our chopping boards put the chopping boards on the stovetop as a sitting place and i'd put the chopping board right next to it i had nearly put it on top of the jet and left it
2: oh my gosh so the
1: house was very close to burning (laughs) oh my gosh And it's a very sensitive topic because I'm known in my household for setting things on fire. I set my carpet on fire last year. Um, And it's, yeah, it's a very sensitive topic.
2: Can I just ask, the only thing that really is worrying me about this whole story is that you cook your sausages in a frying pan.
1: How else do you cook them?
2: On the barbecue.
1: Oh, I'm not getting out of barbecue to cook two sausages. Wait, I've
2: never not had, I've never had a sausage in a pan.
1: I'm sorry. Do you everyone not, does like, that? Everyone does that.
2: I don't ever eat sausages. So, oh, okay. Like, so yeah, okay. yeah. Be. Well, yeah, because
1: you wouldn't, would you? No.
2: But like, I've only ever had them if they're being cooked on a barbecue.
1: Yeah. No, definitely pan, and it didn't go well, obviously. But
2: <laughs> Might have to revert to the so, barbecue next
1: time. It was a really big fail. Sorry, Malcolm, if you're listening, because I don't even know if you know this story. I think we were hiding it. Now from he you. does. He definitely knows now.
2: <laughs> that is
1: a hilarious
2: fail from you, mate. Mm.
1: I guess that's all we have time for today, guys. So if you have enjoyed what is in your ears, please leave us a review, give us a rating, and make sure you tell a friend about the podcast.
2: Yeah, I think that's really important. If you if you do love our podcast, telling a friend really, really helps spread the word. So if you can do that, we would love you so much. As well as that, make sure you jump into our Facebook community. That's Obviously Good Podcast on Facebook.
0: Yeah, and if you want to see pics from today's episode or any other episode, you can follow us on Instagram at Obviously Good Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.